Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. All right, you guys, check out Pacers. Pacers Running is amazing. They have several locations all around the D.C. area. Navy Yard, 14th Street, Alexandria. Oh, and Clarendon, where we are. Plus, they have amazing shoes. You don't even have to be a serious runner. Just care about and love your feet and want to exercise. Go to runpacers.com to find their locations. And if you're looking for an awesome date night spot, you know Dan. You've seen him on my social media. We've been sharing our date nights with you. Just go to the website, datenightsdc.org, and take a listen to this. If you're like me, I'm always trying to romance my boyfriend, but lots of times I run out of ideas. Well, you'll find 100 plus date ideas, deals for couples, and so much more when you visit datenightsdc.org. Do date night right. Visit their website today. All right, Paul Warden. All right. Hey, phrase, what's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase, what's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase, what's the phrase that you hear? Donna, tune in, yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Frazier on the mic, and she about to begin the co host with the most. Oh, we're looking bleak. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's camp, pop culture at its best. No need a second guess, separated from the rest. Entertaining nonetheless, many topics to address. And this is a one, this is the number one hostess. 
Hi, you guys. God, not a thing. Welcome to the Hey Frage podcast along with Paul Wharton. I'm Sarah Frazier. We host it every single week for you, all about pop culture news of the week. Oh my God, in our insane lives. And today we have so much mail, like email and messages. Oh my God, people are fired up about this show. I love it. People are very upset and outspoken about my Adderall addicted friend. Uh, there is a gentleman, we think, or maybe it's a woman, who is Perhaps Kevin Clash himself. <laughs> we don't really know. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Who has some choice words for you. Yeah, okay. And um, then we also have a, a person who is brave enough to write us and tell us that they, I think this email was basically saying that they partially regret having kids. Okay, because I want to hear about that. it's an ongoing discussion on this show. What, mm-hmm. what have you decided? You know, I'm going back and forth about having children, but I'm in love with Dan, so it's like really hard for me. And Dan really wants a kid, so I'm like, oh God, what am I going to do? And then what's your deal? Have you, have you, decided one way or the other? Are you like strongly no kids or strongly kids? I don't think it's for me. I think if I ever did it, I would adopt kids when they're like 15 or 16. Right before they get the driver's license. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I love that theory. Alright, now are you 15 or 15 and 9 months? Because if you can get your learners, that'll at least get me home from the bar. <laughs> that's right. That's my favorite thing. Uh, so we have all that to come on the podcast and so many great stories to discuss. I absolutely love this opinion piece of a woman who is basically saying, stop inviting me to your goddamn birthday party and asking me to pay for you. But I want to know how you feel about this. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know because, you know, my last birthday, I talked to you about this. Because I've thrown all these big birthdays over the years, and I invite people, and I end up spending thousands of dollars on these birthday parties, and then I'm like, wait, well, where are the people? After the fact, do you know? Like, after the fact, the phone is silent. It's only the same five people I always talk to you texting me. And this is really funny. Like, this will get in. I can't even remember. I guess at your birthday party, it, we bought our own drinks, right? Was it free champagne? But well, you no, I bought, I bought some of the drinks. So basically okay. what I did is I subsidized the expensive champagnes. So we had, like, really expensive shit because a lot of my friends like good champagne. Mm-hmm. So for the bottles that were, like, 150 uh, you know, $300 bottles, I paid 100 on them. So... Then they cost you all 150. Oh, okay, um, got it. And then I bought all the liquor, like the the um, what's it called, the the drink that we have there, kind of the signature drink. I don't remember. Oh, the okay, they, they, yeah, there was like a Paul Warren cocktail. And then I bought okay. uh, 500 worth of the food, the past order. Okay, yeah. okay, got mm-hmm. it, got it. Well, then you're halfway right on this article. Right. Basically, the article is saying that people need to stop inviting people to shit, and then going, "Hey, I need you to pay for yourself and pay for the hostess." Now, there's two different things there you're talking about, though. Is this article saying people shouldn't, you know, invite you to their party and ask you to pay for them? Or if somebody invites you to their birthday party, you shouldn't have to pay anything because it's their birthday party. There's two different things there. Okay. And yeah, and we'll get into that. Because basically this article is saying, like, if I'm throwing the party, I need to pay for everybody. Like, if I want a 30th birthday party for myself, I need to stop going, hey, um... You come, but you, like, you know, pay for your own brunch or, you know, you pay for drinks. Oh, and by the way, I need you to pay for me. No, but you keep throwing that by the way on there. That makes it a totally different thing. What do you mean? You keep saying, by the way, I need you to pay for me. But is it okay to invite someone to your birthday party and they expect to pay for what they have, their own stuff? This article is saying no. So this article okay. is basically saying... What do saying- you think? I kind of agree with that. You agree with that? Do you think everybody <laughs> has... But people want to have, have big birthday parties. But people but turn 25, saying, they don't have money for like 100 people. But then this article is basically saying, stop fucking having it or have it for five people. So don't people. have a birthday party? Fuck that. I don't agree. <laughs> 
No, I don't agree. Just, you're poor, you can't have fun? I mean... No, they're saying have fun in a reasonable budget. So if you want a 25th, instead of inviting 50 people and you cannot afford to pay for a buffet for all of them to eat and your cake, they're saying have five people that you can afford to pay because you're basically... In today, this article is basically saying in today's society, people have to spend money on an Uber or cab to get out, Right. They're going to do it anyway because they want to go out because they want to drink. They want to party. They want to hook up. Then, go ahead. then when it's your birthday party, I don't get a say in where it is. You're basically saying, look, we're doing this at the Ritz. It's my party. Come. And not that I'm using right. you as an example, but I'm saying what most people are doing today is they're going, okay, my birthday's at the Ritz. And so it's $30 brunch for everybody, bottomless mimosas. And then, um, then what they usually do is appoint someone as the money collector who goes around, harasses everybody for their That's take. too much. That stresses me out. No, the reason why, if I did a birthday party at the Ritz, I actually would pay for that, to be honest. I did my party at Hogo, which is like a, a bar where you can get a drink for $6. Do you know? Because I know people can afford that kind of thing. If they didn't want what I was buying them, then they could buy their own drinks. But I don't believe that a 25-year-old should have to have a party for five people because they can afford to pay for five people. You might have 50 people in your life that really want to hang out with you, and they don't mind throwing 20 but bucks up to have a good party. need to get together themselves and all decide, okay, all 50 of us are going to pay for you, Sarah, or you, Paul, for your 25th birthday. We're all going in together. All you need to do, Sarah, is show up, or it's a surprise. But this article is saying people don't do that anymore. Because of the brunch culture and everything, everybody wants this big over-the-top birthday or you know like now they have like the gender reveal party they have the baby shower then they have the um what is it sip and see the damn baby no i'll see it online well the and bottom I- line is <laughs> if you get an invite for a party let me just break it down like this okay <laughs> no, first thing I agree do you care article. about the motherfucker sending you the invite first off okay yes no maybe if you're a maybe look at the place if you want to eat there if you want to drink there go if you don't don't so that's the option you have yeah the person picks their place of course they do. They can't expect it. People, oh, where do you think we should go? But here's the thing is when your friends do this, because my friends have notoriously done this, and okay. I only threw one birthday for myself, the 30th birthday party, and I paid for everything mm-hmm. because that, I agree with this article. And stop inviting me. I don't want to get there. And then what everybody does now is send you a Venmo. Oh, hey, I need $25 for so-and-so's fucking 38th birthday. I don't care. At 38, if you can't put down six grand to pay for 30 people, then have four. But stop asking me to pay the thirty-five dollars for your brunch. There's nothing in between. Brunch. I'm really surprised to hear you say this. I don't think this is very mindful of you. I think I think the birthday is all about celebration, and it's easier for fifty people to throw up twenty bucks than one person to pay a thousand. I think it's the point. The thing is, is like the ask though. Is like it's just. I think no, it's no. You know what I think the problem is? People come out for a celebration and they sit up there with their lips all pursed up, pissed off that they got to pay anything. They're coming out for the wrong reasons. When you really love someone, when you really are their friend, you don't mind throwing the twenty or thirty bucks. Really, honestly, that's that's the bottom line. Okay, I'd rather have fewer people like love me, or I'd rather love fewer people. Because I, I get asked all the time, and I'm like, I like you, but I don't want to pay forty dollars yeah, for see, your I don't mind popping through someone's. This is what happens usually, okay? But I don't really go out, and this is why. right. So let me just tell you what happens <laughs> when you're home sleep. <laughs> What had 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 happened was, in real life, my friends who are moneyed, okay, so the ones that have serious, deep, deep, deep pockets, they'll have these parties and they'll pay for all that stuff. So the ones that even do have some bucks, what they'll do is they'll have a party and they will serve you what they choose to serve you. They'll pay... 
you can have the option to not pay for anything. You'll have food, you'll have drink, but it may not be a complete open bar. You just have any old thing you want. If you don't like the signature cocktail, if you don't like the wine that they're pouring <clears throat> or whatever, then you can order off the menu and get your own check. And I think that that's fair. Oh, my God. I would love... This is like the days when I wish we had a live studio audience because I want to know what people think. <laughs> okay, wait. No, we do have two women that are like a little younger than 25. Um, but you guys are... I feel like you two are in that brunch culture and in that baby culture and in the wedding culture. And that's the thing. I've had many good girlfriends who I love dearly. But even like when you get a bill for $400 because you're going on their bachelorette party and everyone's going to pay... And they, they like design the whole thing and they just send you the bill. You're like, I love you, but really? Are we talking 40 bucks or 400 bucks? No, what are we talking I'm, I'm here? That's a big gone. difference, right? Yes. What are we I talking I don't want to pay either. I mean, because honestly, don't? like, I would, no, when I get married, I'm not having a bachelorette party. I'm not doing any of that crap. I'm not putting people out like that. Like, I think everybody should pay for their own bachelorette party in their own. Well, definitely yes, your baby shower, 1, right? You don't have your friends pay for your baby shower. But birthdays, birthdays I, happen all have. the time. Birthdays happen all the time. So, Okay, AJ, what do you what guys do you think? think? Yeah. Yes. So this happened to me. This was one particular time that I was like, are you kidding me? So we go out to dinner, and it's this nice exclusive restaurant in D.C. It's in Georgetown. A birthday? It was for a birthday party, okay. yes. And I worked with a girl. I went to high school with her. So I knew all of the girls from high school are going to be there. And I, at this time, I wasn't making a lot of money. And um, I was going with the intention of just, okay, I'm going to get myself a salad. I'll get water and no extra charge. We get there. Everybody is getting the entrees that are like 30 plus $40. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to look like the bitch that orders. Oh, I'll just take a house salad. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No. So I ordered myself an entree. And I was like, oh, God, looking at the prices, like $32, $45. What can I and get? Of course, they tell me, oh, the lamb is the best and the octopus entree, which, of course, right. are the two most expensive ones. So I'm like, you know what? Forget you guys. Anyways, I settle with a middle of the road one. Get you guys. I settle with a middle of the road one. I order it. And then uh, conveniently, the birthday girl goes to the bathroom when the check comes. So I've already bought her. Right. So I decided for a middle of the road meal and a um, a drink for her. It was like a fancy like little drink and that was going to be my present to her. And then somebody decides, you know, that one person that just drops the bomb on you. Like, oh, my God, guys, let's just split her meal. And she also got a dessert. So let's just split everything. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, mm-hmm. my car is going to bounce. Like, it's not going to go through. I'm going to get rejected in front of all these girls. So it happened. So, okay. So, yeah. So, so, wait, so were there, like, ten girls? There was ten girls. So we all split the check. Split the check evenly. Yes. And I'm okay, thinking. Okay, well, see, now, see, I'm not down with that. Well, someone because like me, people maybe, order but drinks, and I, order I don't just think water. it's fair. I don't think it's fair for certain people that get out at these restaurants. There was this guy who pissed me off. We went to RPM with all these ladies, oh, yeah, yeah, and this guy spot. rolls in, and he's like, I want the lobster ravioli, before they even handed us menus. He's like ordering champagne. He's drinking three to my one. Yeah. He's ordering all this lobster and yes. shit. And then at the end, he's like, okay, how many of us are there? So what is it? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You, motherfucker, we had uh, salami, you had lobster. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I totally hear you guys. Leslie, do you have a story? Leslie's Puerto Rican. What but are wait, you doing in Puerto did your, Rico? Did your card bounce? Was it okay? Yeah. Yeah, so you want to know, Paul? Do you, you want to know? Did you make it out? Yeah. yeah. yeah so he, go, he goes back. He goes, ma'am. I go, uh-uh. Go back. To, go, go back to the body. You tried that card uh, again. You tried uh, that card uh, again, uh, sir. Take 10 off of that. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyways, I had to I had to change from my saving. I had to go on the app. I go, don't worry, guys. I'll just go to the app and you know just change some stuff. So yeah, I changed it over. You had to move the funds around. I had to move the funds around. The funds were funny. Hold on, wait. We had to what move time them is around. it in Switzerland? Hold on, let me just count. Okay, six. Carry the one. Oh, okay. Hold up, I forgot. You know why? That's why. Because in yeah, Switzerland, my Swiss bank accounts. You are this have. article. They're basically talking about how people now dip out. Like they're like, yes. oh, I'm gonna go to the ATM, yeah. and then all these bitches leave. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what happens out. in Puerto Rico? Is anything different? What's a, what's a Puerto Rican culture like? I mean, I know you're American, um, but I think every well in Puerto Rico, everyone get closer pays to that mic. Get right on in that. In Puerto Rico, everyone pays for their stuff, and then they split the birthday person um, check. Okay, so, so if I if I drink three times as much as you and have the extra fancy meal, then I would still split it e- evenly. Yeah, like you wouldn't pay for anything. No, no, not Our my friends. birthday. I'm just there hanging out. It's her exactly. birthday. Yeah. But I, I mean, want to be gluttonous you, and over order. You pay for your stuff, and then the birthday girl, like her shag, will be splitting her friends with her friends. Got it. See, you're That's this article too. And there's a new um, hashtag guests don't pay uh, hashtag that is started by Michelle Singletary, who wrote this article and basically saying, stop she asking me. She doesn't have very many friends. <laughs> Can we talk about Michelle, the overordering? I'll be your friend. I'll be your I want to talk about overordering because we girl. had this conversation at a restaurant, didn't we? Overordering. Okay. Yes, I'm guilty of this all the time. This is basically when you go and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to order all these things because I think I'm hungry," but then I eat two things, right? No, it's like, well, maybe this is a man thing because, like, do you do? well, I'm the man, and so you know, usually the girls that work with me or for me, whatever. Are out with me. Okay. So then we go to this rest. We go to restaurants. You know. <laughs> sure. And then I get in there, and you know, it's not the expectation that I pay, but when you're the man, you kind of have to pay. But it pisses me off sometimes, and I call them out on it. Like if I'm going in and having like a salmon salad. <laughs> You can't get the damn ribeye. Like, no. you know what I mean? Back that shit up. No shrimp cocktail. If I'm having a club soda with a lime, you don't order no motherfucking Manhattan at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, I told you the one girl did that. And yes. I'm like, okay. Yes, I, we've, I've heard this. Yeah, go this on. This is too much. It's, it's just too much. So then I end up, you know, saying, oh, really? Okay, you know we're not fucking, right? I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm a man in your life, but I'm not the man in your life. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? And then it, it ends up being an awkward situation for everybody. And then we sit there, you know, quiet for the rest of the lunch. And I still have to pay. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> okay, I feel like this etiquette class could go on and on. Uh, you can always weigh in. And by the way, you guys have given us so much feedback over the past week. Um, you can hit us up by email. It's Sarah at HeyFrage.com. It's Paul Wharton style at Yahoo.com. You'll also find us on Instagram, HeyFrage, and at Paul Wharton. Is it Paul, Paul Wharton style on mm-hmm. Instagram? Okay, got it. Um, so definitely let us know how you feel about the hashtag guests don't pay. Are you for it? Are you against it? We need to know. Um, what? You got one more thing? I was wanting to Okay. He loves the, he loves this is so topic. interesting because this actually just happened out in, in Cleveland. Okay, so <laughs> oh, we're sharing it. We're sharing. Okay, so we go out and you know I had this big book signing and afterwards yes. we all go. There's this table of twenty people, like you know, party of twenty. We go to this restaurant, nice restaurant, and my mom's like, "Listen, everybody just pay for themselves." And I'm like, "Okay, that's gonna work." Like. I come in here with all this blowout and this did a book signing that sold out. You think everybody's going to want to pay for themselves? We'll see. Do you know what I mean? So we sit there at the table <laughs> and me and my sister is getting closer to the check time and we see some people like not ordering cocktails. Now when I say, oh, I'm treating everybody because a lot of times I'll go out with, you know, 
big groups of people there. Right. And I say, oh, it's my treat. Child, they got double patrons. They doing shots. Or they ordering champagne. <laughs> now, I didn't say. And my mom was like, oh, everybody pay for themselves. Look, it was Scott. It was so many waters, ice waters on that table. <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh, my goodness. So my sister and I are texting each other back and forth. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is going to be interesting at check time, you know? And um, and so my mom and I kind of got into it because she's like, I'm like, well, I'll pay for everybody that I can see in front of me. There was like 12 people. Oh, my God. Well, that's very generous yeah, of you. Yeah. So there were six people on the end, and there was a man down there, and that was his family. Okay. So his mom, <laughs> his wife, his child, and, and two yeah. people that were with them. So I said, send him a check for the six. There, the rest of the table, there's 18 people at the table. I'll pay for the 12. And then there was a table behind us that has six with my aunt there and some other people, but some people I didn't know. So then my mom is like, well, if you're paying for 12, why don't you just pay for everybody? And I'm like, well, because that's the difference between $500 and $1,500. Like, you know, just let me do. And so then I looked at her and I was like, well, you can pay for it. (laughs) What'd she say? She was like, what? No, you pay for it. So So what happened? Did you end up paying? Well, I ended up paying for the people the 12, the 12, in, in yeah. front of me, and then it was all this confusion, and everybody was like had an <sighs> attitude. So, no, it's tough being the man, and I don't know that with women, do you feel that thing pressure? Yeah. You, do you? Well, I think it's, it, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's more to, like, um, I don't know if it's self-imposed or not, but I think you get to a certain age, you have your own business or whatever, and I think it's a level of people are like, oh, well, you can afford it. And you're like, it's not really about if I can afford it or not. It's It's just that... I don't really feel like I need to be offering to pay for everybody. But I, you know, but then again, at times... You're saying that, but I know you. You must succumb to the pressure sometimes. No, I do. I do. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, I would hate... Like, when we're out with our interns or whatever, I'm like, I'm not going to make our interns pay. Like, that's terrible. Well, I've seen you (laughs) Actually. When? What? I said, no, I was going to say Sarah is very, very generous. And so are you, Paul. So am I? Yes. Who's more generous? <laughs> okay, so now we're not going to you know, you're splitting oh, us no. up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Paul, yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. I I'm about to pick a new favorite. I never have the interns pay. I have you pay. Yeah. You make money, too. <laughs> you make it sound like we're all making money together. I'm like, I'm No, 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 no. I'm not talking about pay. us. But but we we have been to little coffee bars and stuff. And yeah. the interns, and I'm like, why are they behind us in line? You're like, oh, uh. Of a coffee and a cookie, please. I have no? never done that. Okay. No. Oh, maybe that was earlier on. Anyway, we t- we've already spent like 20 I know, it's This tough. one was a good one. Um, but okay, we're going to talk some other pop culture <laughs> stories because I want to know your opinions. First of all, we I wanted to actually ask you this, even though the Super Bowl was on Sunday, I debated going back and forth because I know people are kind of over it. But um, there was so much discussion about Janet Jackson on Sunday, of course, not appearing at the Super Bowl. Do you, um, and you're a JT fan and a Janet Jackson mm-hmm. fan, right, More Paul? Janet Jackson, yeah. Do you think there is any hope? Have we given up all hope that Janet Jackson and and Justin Timberlake will ever be reunited? Well, he said that they've talked. Um, You know, one thing that I don't agree with is people say, look, he went on and had this amazing career and she was banished. Okay, wait a minute. Like, in what world was Janet Jackson banished? She just had an amazing world tour. I know it's been many years later, but it was a world tour. She had a baby. She married a billionaire. Yeah. She's divorced him now, but. She's fine. Look, (laughs) Janet is coined up. And and even more than that, like, she's an icon. I don't know that, I mean, I don't even consider them in the same category. 
Like, oh, I, I don't either. Janet Jackson, like, way up higher than Justin Timberlake. I, I agree with you 100%. But Justin Timberlake is still getting trolled about it, basically, and saying, you know, his career's done. It was a pretty lame show. And on top of that, that essentially he has nothing, you know, really hasn't done anything to help black women because he could have kind of righted that ship a little bit. How? Because when that whole thing happened, Janet got all the heat for basically from okay. CBS, from the audience of, like, how distasteful. Now, she, Janet, was tapped to do the 2001 Super Bowl. So it was her show, and Justin was just a guest. So a little bit, I can see why people are like, well, it's Janet's fault because it was Janet's show. But at the same time, sort of the thought has always been that Justin Timberlake walked away from that completely unscathed, went on to have like Crimea River success, all that stuff, mm, and well, never. It's white privilege for you. Yeah, I, know. I mean, what do you want me to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what is. I just wondered. Like, did maybe you, it is, do you think but, that? But a lot of, but I don't think that that's on Justin's part. I mean, he seems like a very cool guy. You know, he's got, he's like Mister Diversity. He's got all sorts of people around him. And I think even on top of that, he's really talented. He sings, yeah, he, he dances, is, he dances, he, is, he, gets, is, he, gets, he gets, he gets people up and moving, and that's what he's good at. So you know, I just don't think that it should be like black or white. Um, I know. You know? Yeah. No, no, no. I totally hear you. I just didn't know if you had like strong thoughts on that either way and I just find it interesting people's opinions on that because it's definitely a pop culture moment that I mean happened 2011 years ago mm-hmm. more than 10 years ago mm-hmm. and yet still sort of haunts his career so I just find that fascinating yeah I don't know why just don't want to move on um are you surprised that the me too backlash has started uh there's a big article out this week that basically says that more and more companies are advising men not to get into rental vehicles with female co-workers alone they're also saying that more and more lobbyists staffers on the hill are having meetings where they say that they need to have their aide present if they are meeting with a female mm. on top of that companies are cutting back on less and less travel with um mixed gender so they're saying like they'll send all the women to florida this time or all the men but they will not send groups together and if they do the women have to stay in an entirely separate hotel than the men do you think this is like going crazy great more for me (laughs) (laughs) yes in fact i agree with these policies sarah (laughs) i agree that the women should go and stay in their own hotels and stop pestering us men we just want to be together in the steam and the sauna Well, this is like your dream because more companies are. They're saying they're the backlash has officially started for women. (laughs) Now, let me ask you something. Before you were in a relationship, before you were oh, before I was with Dan, did you when you went on the work trips? Because you know sometimes people just really want to get away. They want to get away, and you know people are working so much. And I said this about Matt Lowry, (laughs) even though he's a total loser. But I did say that you know people work so much, twelve, sixteen hours a day. They're doing everything at work. They're working. They're having friendships. They're fucking. Like, they do everything Everything at work because they're at work all the time. They go home. They sleep. They come back. Work is their whole life. So when you went on these work trips, I mean, you're a woman. Like, you know, did you um, make any moves on any of the guys? (laughs) Well, do you remember who I used to work with? It was radio. Okay, there's um, No, but we did go on (laughs) lots of work trips. um, And if there was someone hot there, I would have been making moves. But there really wasn't. Um, No, but... You know, here's the thing. Like, I talk, I worked in radio, which I've been open with, has been the, it is the worst business, right? Okay. I've witnessed a ton of sexual harassment. It was completely a vulgar environment. But, you know, I participate in that. Like, yes. I'm not, that stuff doesn't bother me when men talk about, like, other women or who they find hot or whatever. And, in fact, you know, we'd always talk, like, we had these really cute guy interns we were always yeah. talking about. So, 
I am not, you know, we, you yeah, and I you, always get in trouble when we talk about this because right, okay. we're sort of not sensitive to it. Mm -hmm. But it never bothered me. And I stayed in the same hotel as all those guys. Everybody was very respectful in radio. I, I never had any issues. I don't know. But, you know, like I was reading Uma Thurman. Did you did you get a chance to read no, that in New York Times? Basically, you know, Uma Thurman had a big article come out. A lot of people uh, are, are just like, why isn't Harvey Weinstein in jail? Essentially, Harvey Weinstein twice tried to sexually assault her. You know, okay. he had like a steam room situation where he wanted her to come in. She was fully dressed. He basically exposed himself, you know, wanted Ooh. to jerk off in front Ooh. of her. She said no. And then another time he actually pushed himself on her. Like, Ugh. And she was like, you know, got away. And essentially, so she's standing up for these other women. And I, I just have never been in that. I mean, thank God. I, I, it's, I completely believe these women. It's insane. I don't know who would want to be an actor or an actress. Hollywood sounds awful. Then she goes on to talk about how Quentin Tarantino basically, she alludes to the fact that he sort of got some sort of sick pleasure by when she was in Kill Bill. Like, he enjoyed watching her get physically hurt, Ooh. which is really fucked up. I gotta ask Vivica about that, actually. Yes, yeah, she I was will. in that. Yeah. Oh my god, she'd be great. I'll yes. ask her. I'll see her this third tomorrow. Oh my god, you need to definitely do <laughs> do an interview with her. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, anyway, so the backlash is officially officially started. Uh, Paul, do you care about the most hated uh, companies in America? Oh this well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Read me a couple. Let's see if uh, uh, this survey relation. This survey was done um, by CBS News, but it was also looked at um, and based on employee reviews, customer surveys, events that have happened in the past year, and also public perception. Okay, okay. so I'll give you some of the. Um, we'll just cut to the top ten. They list all. They list all twenty, but top ten: Cigna, okay. the insurance company. Spirit Airlines was the ninth Never would worst. do that. Do you ever do that? I feel like I've been on Spirit, Spirit once. Did I take Spirit? I'm trying to think of where it was. Yes, I have taken it once, and it was awful. That's it's, for people that are terrible. into self-torture. I mean, yeah, it really. why would you want to put yourself through that? And then don't the prices like pop up as soon as you have one bag? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like $150 Oof. for a bag. It's such a ripoff. Uh, Vice Media made the list. Sprint. I was surprised to hear that people don't like Sprint. Mm -hmm. They say poor customer experiences. Really? Well, better than AT&T, which was is charging me a fortune. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I have AT&T, too. Foxconn Technology. Foxconn? Uh, I don't know who Foxconn is. Uh, many may not know the name, but the company makes and assembles consumer electronics for entities including Apple and Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Electronic Arts is a video game maker. They're the fifth worst to work for. Ooh. University of Phoenix. Oh, the online uh, university. <laughs> wow. I was thinking about approaching them to be an advertiser. Okay. Like, who wants to go to school? <laughs> we'll help save their reputation. <laughs> Uh, they say federal and state probes alleging it used deceptive practices. You're kidding. It did? No way. Third was the NFL, of course. Number two is Fox Entertainment Group. Oh. We have no comment. We have no, no comment. comment. We're moving right on, but basically they say I have a nice experience. Roger. I actually do too. I, you know, I mean, I laugh. It's like a big, it's like a big family. You know, it in is. families the sometimes there's great. some are dysfunctional, but I don't really have very much dysfunction there. I actually enjoy myself over there. I do too. Now that can change in a minute, so don't <laughs> fuck with me, people. <laughs> public perception, of course, Roger Ailes, and the many, many ongoing sexual harassment lawsuits and claims that Fox is still dealing with. And of course, number one was Equifax that jeopardized basically 145 million Americans' identities oh, this year. So that was it. Do you think it should be a crime to give a police officer the middle finger? Or no. do, you, do you think it's your freedom of speech? It's my freedom of speech. 
if it's not a crime, if it's not a crime to give another person the middle finger, then it shouldn't be a crime to give a public servant a middle finger. This is actually a lawsuit that is happening. A self-employed carpet cleaner from rural western Indiana was driving his car through a town um, last August when he spotted an Indiana State Patrol officer zooming up ahead of him. Right, so basically cuts him off. Okay. As May slowed at an intersection, the police vehicle, as I said, aggressively cut him off. And May thought, according to the federal lawsuit, um, that if he'd pulled that maneuver in front of the police officer, he himself would have been pulled over. Sure. So as May drives by, he ends up flipping the trooper the middle finger. The universal signal digit gesture of a contempt is now the center of a federal lawsuit. Okay. May filed last week against the man behind the patrol car's wheel. Indiana State Police Officer Master Trooper Matt Ames, according to the legal complaint, after seeing May's middle finger, Ames went after the driver, issuing mm. him a ticket for, oh my gosh, I'm not going to say Provocation? Right. Provocation, thank you. But May's middle finger is his constitutional right, his attorney from the civil American Civil Liberties Unions argue. Okay. What do you think? But I think some of I these cops are tough. out of control. Now, I love police officers. I have them as friends. I've slept with some of them. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you know, don't ask, don't tell. I'll keep it cute as long as you keep sliding my tickets through. But... <laughs> But, you know, I tell you, sometimes the police thrive in in fear and their position in the community to incite, like, fear in people. And I was telling you, and I was sitting in my car not that long ago, remember? And the cop pulls up to me, and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, that's right. And then he pulled over, and he's like, driver's license registration. I was like, mm-mm, you better Google somebody. You know, and... And, and then what do you end up doing? He let you off, right? He and let me go. And you didn't... I wasn't doing anything. I was talking on the phone, laughing and having a great day, enjoying the sunshine and having a cappuccino in my car. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I was parked in a legal space. And he was just like, what are you doing? I guess my head was bobbing around too much. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Mm mm-mm, this one right here. I just find that, I mean, I think it's the the guy's right to flip him off, right? I mean, of course I understand it's disrespectful, like nobody wants to be flipped off, but... But then I always wonder this, or maybe this isn't a good argument, but I always think, like, okay, if you're going to flip an officer off... Mm I mean, I don't know. If, okay, you're asking it. for it, right? You're like you're. I mean, yeah. No, you I think? wouldn't do it as a, as a black man. I wouldn't do it. I mean, so that would be my reason. I would talk about you like a dog within the confines of my own car, well, but I wouldn't flip you off. May this guy May won his legal battle in criminal court, but he's headed back to court because he says that the court appearances cost him two days of work. He's now suing for an unspecified amount of damages. Mark May's gesture to Master Trooper Ames was expressive conduct that was fully protected by the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. Master Trooper Ames had no grounds whatsoever to initiate the stop of Mr. May, and the traffic stop represents a seizure. Uh, uh, seizure implicating the Fourth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. So I'm with you. I, I wonder if he'll win anything in civil court. What's but, your experience been with the cops? All good? Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. You know yeah. what I mean? And like mm-hmm. even, I mean, the one time, um, and I've told this story many times over the years, but I did lose my license, you know, for six months for, I had... <laughs> You're like, what? What in the world? <laughs> so when I turned 30, yeah. um, and I was driving back and forth to the radio station early in the morning, I did have the same cop pick me up four times within, I think it was like a year and a half period of time. Pick you up? Pull so, you pull, over pull or me, pick you up? Pull, sorry, pull me over. Okay. Pick me up. I guess that must be a New England term. <laughs> we always would say, oh, did you get picked up? Um, but but you're it. right. That's a different yeah. one. I was not having sex with him. Um, but anyhow, in whatever, D.C. and Maryland have restitution 
institution or whatever. So they yeah. reported it, and I had so many tickets within a one-year period of time. You were just speeding. I automatically lost my license. Yeah. So you were speeding. I mean, okay. the guy was an asshole, but I mean, I was never like asked to get out of the car or. And the yeah. reality was, I was actually speeding. Did so... you curse him out? No, Did I you had act to go. Annoyed? Uh, no, I think I always tried to like smile. You know, I always tried to be polite. But right. This guy wasn't having it. You like, pull your tits out. No, but I should. <laughs> just, yeah. Send emails. We'll just remind you of our emails. <laughs> oh, send emails. Yeah, I had to go to court, but he didn't show up. So amazingly. Oh, that's happened to me before. Amazingly, I actually yeah. won my license back, but I, lo- I lost it for like two months. It was terrible. It was like the worst two months of my life. Oh my I, I got a bicycle. That was before Uber, wasn't it? I think it was when Uber just started, and mm-hmm. I got a bike, and I was like, oh, cool. I will ride into work with Sammy, and then I'll bike home. But someone ended up stealing my bike like three months ago. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really God. Uh, we have a big event, speaking <laughs> of awards, get, where we can honor her with some diamond studs yeah, this Friday night. Yeah, great. Uh, Mervis. Yeah, Books and Bling, this Friday night, February 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Mervis DC store, which is 1700 K Street Northwest. We're going to have so much fun. Cocktails, food. If you haven't picked the perfect Valentine's Day gift just come. There's gifts what from three hundred fifty dollars all the way up yeah. to hey whatever you're working 000, with. <laughs> yeah, whatever you got. Yeah, but you know most people buy the smaller gifts for Valentine's Day. Yeah, you yeah, know? like a nice bracelet. Something nice, nice, something nice. If you haven't uh, worked that out yet, come meet us on Friday night. We're going to be there having fun. If you haven't already gotten a copy of my book, you can do so online, or you can get it in person and send your receipt to contest at pullingitalltogether.com, or you can actually enter that night um, to win a pair of diamond earrings from Mervis. So come someone's on out and see us. getting them. Someone's ooh, winning that ooh, night. Ooh. I can't wait. Yes, please, please, please do. There's more details. PaulWartonStyle.com, also on HeyFrage.com under events so check on that you can rsvp but we will definitely see you on friday night romance 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 you guys know i'm in love with love seriously i mean i don't know if my boyfriend loves that but i am which is why i'm obsessed with datenightsdc.org their website is great you guys have heard me talking about it how much do you love it have you been on and experiencing some of the cool date ideas they have they're so good and if you haven't you need to take out your phone right now boom boom datenightsdc.org. Go on their site. You're going to thank me later. Date Nights DC shines a light on the romantic side of the nation's capital. And not only that, they have a hundred plus date night ideas and great deals for couples. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's 
kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Yes, I love romance and being practical. Not only that, they got hotels, restaurants, museums, and attractions. They put together this fantastic list that you are going to absolutely love. And so many ideas on there. Go to datenightsdc.org and do date night right in D.C. Yes, please. I'm all about it. Datenightsdc.org. Check them out today. Uh, Paul, look, I know you know we are tampons, but there's a lot of women that uh, listen to this show. Jesus. I know you could care less, but anyway, um, I'm really fascinated by this because there's a new tampon design that is coming out, and essentially it's a tampon and a pad in one. It's called Tamp Liner. So essentially you put the... You're not, no, you're not having it. I mean, go ahead. Okay. So I'm I'm dying to see if the women on this show would wear this because it has a really... Why would you do both? Well, because here's the, okay, this is like TMI. Come I know on. you're not going to want to know this, but lots of times, like when you have heavy flow, even when you put a tampon in, like basically it there's leakage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so people normally wear like a panty liner, right? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you've always got to wear those. So this is basically the tampon is attached to the panty liner. And doesn't this sound amazing? So this is only Isn't for people with the heavy flow. <laughs> yes. Okay. I got Look, it. This is what it looks like. I'm sorry. Is everyone else? No one else here has got like a heavy Are flow. Are you excited about this? Yes. I was so excited. I 
like, where do I buy these? A new type of tampon is about to hit the market. And um, it's, like I said, it's called Tamp Liner. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't wait. But I think it's actually, it's, I believe it's in the UK first. It was created by a gynecologist who was frustrated with a lack of choice on the market. This is what wow. it looks like. Okay. I'm not is that amazing? That. Okay, ladies. Our other interns, would you guys be wearing other interns? Uh, our interns and videographer and producer. I don't even know what the fuck you guys are wearing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Would you guys wear this? Just call them Emily. Just call- Emily's? <laughs> Emily's. I just don't know how it works. Do you guys know that yeah, line? Well, that, you side, just that part the goes inside, in. yeah. and this part lays in your panties. This is just upside down. You know what I'm saying? So oh, like, I got it. Yes. Okay, because the picture is a little bit. Well, it looks like a hat a right now. It looks like a hat or some <laughs> sort of like a, a drink, co- like a they drink. They don't seem to be responding to it. <laughs> no, they're not. I okay. don't. It's not. Yeah, it's not my fault that I have a wide set vagina and a heavy flow. This sounds. Oh look, uh, I'm, I'm, I need to go. It's amazing. <laughs> she just said she had a wide set vagina. What does no, that no, it, mean? It's, it's, uh, it's from the Mean Girls. The movie. See, oh. you insert. <laughs> Real bitch oh, vagina. Sure. It's like, oh, that's awesome. I can oh, relate. Wow. Oh, okay. I can so relate. No wide set vagina here. <laughs> <laughs> how what do you know? Yeah, how do you know? Yeah, you think, know if your dick is thick. You I think, know if you, I think you mean it's, it means you're wide. You have a wide set vagina. You're a little bit, you know. It's, that means you've it's been a large around, hole. You've been around the block a couple times. You've been around the block. Doesn't it retract to its original yeah, size? Is that really true? Like, I never know. Sex. I need to have a lot more Can't sex. Can't you re-virginize then? yourself after yes. like not having sex for about a yeah. year? Yeah, and now people, you know, they put those like quinoa ball not, or whatever yeah. Kegel exercise Kegel exercise balls up there and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tighten up your vag. Yeah. I saw that on. Um, I saw that actually on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. By the way, yeah, this Sunday night. Wait, is it this Sunday night? Yeah, this Sunday night. I'm on Watch What Happens Live on Bravo. You are. Yes, I'm bartending. Oh my God, Paul! So we I have been my book on there. The whole time. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, this Sunday night I'll be I on. Um, I'll be on Andy Cohen's show. It's at eleven o'clock after Real Housewives of um, Atlanta, oh and on Bravo. I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. Okay. And then I'm going to fly from L.A. to New York. That will be so awesome. Yeah. Do you know, like, so when you're booked on a show like that, do no, you... No, I'm going to fly back here, have our party, and then go to New York. So when you do that, though, do you already know what cocktail you're making? Like, do you get to pick the cocktail, or does, like, Watch What Happens Live, they all have it, like, all planned out? I have no idea. I've been dealing with a producer, and they're very lovely, and they wanted to pull, like, a tape from um, DC Housewives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, yeah, when you were on the yeah. show. they're like, "You're a Bravo OG." I'm like, "Okay, send me a check." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just How happy to be on there with Bravo. Right? Yeah. I'm much of an OG. Can y'all get a new show out of this, please? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Bring an OG back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great though, because yeah. they're gonna put you on. I think it'd be great. We'll have fun. We'll hang out. And, I can't um, wait. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get the audio so we can play a clip of it because they interact with the bartender, right? You're gonna. They like, do. I'm gonna make them interact with me more because <laughs> Porsche is on there, and that's my buddy. Oh, well, perfect. Yeah. Hey, you've already got an in. Yeah. Oh, my God. That will be so, so much fun. So, Okay. We will be definitely watching on Sunday night. Uh, there's also a new thing, a new article out about relationships, relationship experts say these are the eight red flags to look for when you start dating someone. So, Paul, what's your status, by oh, the gosh. way, right now? You single? You dating somebody? What's going on? Well... Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> what the sounds like a piece? Thanks to the therapy that you have provided me at the Hey Phrase with Paul Wharton podcast and the viewer feedback, I am officially dating both Chuck and Renzo okay. at the moment. I've made up with everybody. 
<laughs> we're all on and moving together. Oh my moving God. forward together. No, 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 really. But um, I did miss Chuck, so we kind of made up. And then um, Renzo's friend, did I tell you that Renzo, okay, guys, so you know Renzo from Brussels. Yeah, we do, Brussels because most people have been saying, like, oh, it was great that you found Chuck to then get rid of Renzo. But right. then when we talked about it, you were kind of like, look, I think Renzo's had a moment of remorse. I well, I him sent a him chance. a message, and then he responded, like, oh, I'll try harder or whatever. Okay, so, so, he, so he's now trying harder. He's trying to, now it's on my nerves. I'm like, can you give me some space? You're trying too much. <laughs> but, you know, Renzo has a friend named Enrico. So Enrico, actually, Sidra, my one of my best friends in New York, was visiting Brussels, and I and I asked Renzo to show her around. He wasn't available. He had his friend Enrico show her around. Then Enrico ends up falling in love with yes. Sidra. Yes, and Sidra was going to give him a go. Right. But, you know, it just hasn't worked out yet. So the other night, Renzo and Enrico were hanging out. This is a lot. Is no, this no, too much no. For the this people? is good. I'm following. I'm following. I was like right into it. I was like, okay. So Rizzo and Enrico were hanging out, and they're both texting me. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like a virtual gangbang. What's going on here? Like <laughs> one from Enrico, one from Renzo, one from Enrico. Like I can't keep up. So he's saying basically like we should all, Enrico was like, we should all get married, me and Sidra and you and Renzo, and we would live so happily ever after. And I'm like, well. The one concern. I mean, I'm open, but. I mean, what <laughs> I got riding on it, you know. <laughs> but first, right. does Renzo have help? Has he gotten help in his house right. yet? Right. It seems and like I'm going to be doing here? a lot of gardening yeah. and shit. You know, I don't really like Yeah, and that. all those cats. Have Ooh. any of them died? I, and those cats are at the country house in Rome, but I'm concerned if they're in Brussels, too. Yeah. I'm not a cat person. I don't believe I need some cat therapy. Somebody needs to help me become a cat person, because I'm just not. <laughs> One cat's different than like five. I mean, he's got like. Do you have a cat? No, we no. don't. <laughs> oh, God, no. That's where that was going. So, anyway, so yeah, that's what he said. And then I said to him, because there's also this conversation, because Enrico's a little younger than Sidra, and Sidra's not having any kids, okay? Right. So I said to him, I said, you know, Sidra's not having any kids. I just want to let you know. And he's like, oh, that's no problem for me. I just want to be with her. And he was really serious about this. Wow. Yeah, I, she should like follow that. It seems like when but someone's if, that madly in love, that's great. Fall in love and move forward. And then I'm out there i'm like the best man i'm you know never the bride well but that's i feel like but that's just on you right because you could have anybody you wanted but i think you're still in growth mode your yes. career's taking off like you're having this great moment so you're just not ready i mean that's not your focus you know you you say it like right. you, and of course you want to find love and and you found two people that could end up being one of them could be amazing but is that what you really want right now no I, I'm totally just no, no, absolutely not. No, I'm in it for I'm in it for a good time, great experiences. I want to travel. Yeah. So you know, to me, Renzo's life is interesting because he lives over there. Now he is totally sciency, and he gets on my fucking nerves with those quizzes that he gives me. You know, he'll tell me something, then he gives what me a quiz. What kind of quiz are these? Like Buzzfeed quizzes? Well, like, when kind? I was in Rome, we're walking down the street, and he's telling me telling me about the quadrants and how Rome was built, oh, and God. the churches and this. And then he's like, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking at the moon. Isn't it romantic? And he's like, and then this, and then this church, and then this, and then this, you know, architect did this. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. And then later he's like, so what's down there? I'm like, oh, God, there's a quiz too? Oh, no. You and I are never going to work out. 
Lemoncello. That's all I would want. Lemoncello. Right. I'm just really good at acting like I'm interested in what's going well, on. Well, for anyone that's single and, and for Paul, but I feel like you would recognize these anyway. Here are supposedly the eight red flags when you're starting to date, what you need to be looking out for. You justify their bad behavior. If you find yourself in any way justifying what he does or says, even though these feel wrong in your gut, that is a surefire red flag. Uh, they don't talk through issues. I'd say the one major red flag in a person's behavior that may indicate that the relationship won't work is an unwillingness to talk through issues big or small. That's a good one, too. I have a friend that called me about that in his relationship. Really? Yeah, he's having that problem. Oh, they're constantly testing your boundaries. Run from anyone who attempts to cross a boundary that you have set. Examples. You've said you do not want to go further sexually, and they insist. I have a girlfriend who's going through this right now. I was telling you about. This guy only wants butt sex, and she is... (laughs) Oh, is that like a big drop? Everyone's like, oh, okay. oh whoops. No, you got my attention. Set the he scene. Have will not stop. He is obsessed. Like, she has told him. She's like, they've only been dating three months. Okay, okay, right? So they were having regular sex. But about a month ago, he dropped the butt. I really want butt sex, right? So, okay. first of all, I'm like, I don't know. I think, like, okay, do you guys think maybe I'm being prudish? But I think two months in to make that request is pretty big. These guys don't live together. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's like a strong request two months in? Or do you think that's, I mean, not... Wrong audience. Right. Ask those girls. Right. It's like first date. Are we doing this from the back or not? I don't know. No, for me, it's like, that's a little strong, right? Way too soon. I would say like five months well, in, Well, does he not want to get in. pregnant? Is that what it is? Does he have a, a total fear about her getting pregnant? She says he just apparently tells her that he likes the way that it feels much better. Oh, I, can't so I can't hate on the guy for that. She's he wide as well. She has a wide about. vagina. She's got a very tight. wide vagina. She's got a wide set vagina. <laughs> very wide. <laughs> so, but I'm like... I to me that's a red flag, and he will not stop. Like he'll he'll like bring it up, he'll drop it for a week, and then brings it up again. Well, she's desperate then because she doesn't want to. Do you think she should walk? She's desperate. If she doesn't want it, if she doesn't like that, if that's a deal breaker for her, she needs to let him go. But she's she won't. She says she likes everything else about him. That he's like great. They have so much fun. Well, you got to take that part too. Oh, that would drive me nuts. I don't even know. Uh, you say that you're not available on Sunday, but they push to see you anyway. You're not ready to have them meet your family members or friends, but they push for that. That's major red flag. Mm. Uh, they have a massive sense of entitlement. Also makes a list. Something in your gut feels wrong. Mm. Everything is about them. One major mm. flag in relationships is when every but everyday life events, conversations, and basic interactions are frequently about that person. Oh, my God. I've dated that man so many times. Oh, wow. They're overly critical about their previous partners, and they constantly deny, criticize, or dismiss you. God, that sounds awful. Who would ever put up with... See, the problem of these stories is like, no one's ever all those things at once. They're just one. So you're like, oh, is that enough of a reason? It's like the butt sex dude. Like, butt sex man, is that one thing enough to like disregard the fact that he treats her great? Mm. Except for he's obsessed with the butt. I thought it was kind of interesting, the critical of their... Former relationships, you know, John Stamos just got married. Right? Yes, you see that in the news? yes. So he just got married, and he was saying to the press, "Oh my goodness, there was no point in my life I could have ever attracted a woman like this. I never thought I could have a woman like this in my life. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, and I finally found the right woman." Well, wait a minute. You know, he was married to Rebecca Romaine from 1995 yeah. oh to God, I I 2003 or yeah. five or something. I mean, they were married a good long time. Yeah. So what does that say publicly? When you are in a public relationship with someone like that, two celebrities, and they say, oh, I finally found the one. I never thought I could have anybody like this. Oh, I finally found the one I wanted to have my kids. You know, well, we just well, saw you with this I, other person. I mean, I think it's... I don't know. If I were Rebecca Romaine, she obviously seems very happy with Jerry Connell, yes. Jerry O'Connell. So... 
I wouldn't take it personally. I mean, obviously it didn't work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was the same Brad Pitt used that, to say that about Jen. You think you were trying to send that signal a little bit, like maybe maybe he's a little bit bent because she is having such a great life and she did go on to have twins. I could see and, that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and she took that stamos off quickly. <laughs> She was Rebecca Romaine Stamos, well, and now she's like, like Rebecca Romaine. Well, he seems like he's a Romaine. nightmare, too. I yeah. don't know. They all are, I feel like. Yeah. Um, look, we get a ton of your email. We always try to read them, and we always try to respond. We have three really good ones. We'll start with um, our friend Ann, who wrote... <laughs> And I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Uh, but, you know, a couple weeks ago, obviously, we had a, Paul had a really very personal moment about um, basically his encounter with Kevin Clash, who was the dude who was Elmo. And Paul basically had a memory that essentially the encounter wasn't as nice as you remember. It wasn't as consensual as as I romanticized it to be. You know, leading over all this time. Well, Anne disagrees with you. Oh, uh, <laughs> Anne has a sad face and writes, I do not think Kevin Clash did anything wrong. And no, he was not fired. He resigned. In fact, he forced himself to due to those awful false allegations. And I was totally against it. In fact, I still am. Since after that awful thing happened, and I think Paul Wharton is lying. Yeah, he is lying. And he had some other people, he and some other people are the ones who set up and ruined Kevin Clash's life and career. This was Kevin Clash's dream to have this particular career until it just got ruined. I myself miss Kevin Clash and his performance of Elmo, and I don't like the new voice of Elmo at all. I just want Kevin Clash to come back to be Elmo again already. In fact, that's just my wish. I'm getting sick and tired of this. Well, that's my rant. And, of course, I'm beyond ticked. Okay, well, I'd love for her to have a FaceTime with me. That'd be great. I think it's Kevin himself, honestly. Is that Ann or Ian? Oh, I-A-N. Ian? Ian. Ian? Ian. Like a man, probably. That's what I think, too. Isn't it Ian? Like a yeah. guy? Well, I mean, that's why I think it's Kevin, but okay. Ian, listen, actually, I'm not lying, and I didn't conspire to ruin his career because I've never said anything but kind things about him over all these years when I knew deep inside that he was an asshole, and then later to find out that he had gone after all those young kids... 17 years old, some of them 18, 16 I think, too, was like the youngest, yeah. So, you know, I don't think that that it was false at all. And as soon as I heard it, I said, okay, that makes sense. Hey, I mean, look, the guy was like, he settled with these people. I don't think they ever, he never went to court. They would never press charges, but he, he settled. He had to resign. I mean... Ian, you know, you're always welcome to share your opinion, but I think there's a lot of evidence there. And the dude has never been able and to resurrect. And I'm lying? You're not. Nobody thinks you're lying. No, but I mean, this crazy motherfucker. <laughs> okay, well, we're moving on. But Ian. if they'd like to show their face, I'd love to FaceTime with them. They don't have a face profile. That's what they but think Kevin. Ian or Anne or whatever your name is, <laughs> if you'd like to FaceTime with me and have this conversation, and if you could tell me what his dick looked like, because I know what Elmo's dick looks like, okay? How about that? It's red and furry. It's red and furry. Hey, hello. Elmo, happy. This is too much. Okay, now Ian's going to come looking for us. Okay, yeah, sorry, Ann, we're moving on. All right, here's another one who's a brave mom who basically is admitting that uh, having kids may not be a great idea. You guys know it's an ongoing conversation on this show that I'm like back and forth. I love Dan so much. I definitely want to be with him, but the whole kid thing really stresses me out because I think it's very hard to do your career well and raise a kid and be a good mom, but that's just me. 
She writes, hey, Sarah, just listened to you, the podcast, and um, I have input about if you regret having a child. I look forward to every Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, to hear you and Paul and your great stories. I never wanted any kids. Now here I am at 40 and I have three. Two girls who are 21, 16, and a boy nine months. Yes, nine months. Before I say I regret any of them, I do love them all, some days less than others, but they make me happy, and as I see them grow, I feel proud. Here comes the regret part. The girl's father ended up being a literal piece of shit. So after being together for 13 years, I went my own way. I've raised the girls basically alone, but we've they've grown up to be very smart and caring, seemingly okay, despite not having a dad in their lives. We lived most of their life with my dad, um, with their dad, I believe. Oh, no, sorry, with her dad, the woman that's writing, who just passed away in November. So the past few months have been tough, but they are pretty helpful. Uh, so they had a real a male role model. Now with my new baby, I regret not being more responsible beforehand. I love his little smiling face, especially after a hard day of work. But I also worry he will have a less than great life and that it's just not fair to him. His father was great fun when I didn't need to be responsible with him for actually for him. He's not just mentally capable. I uh, like. I don't think the dude understands actual grown-up responsibility. He's kind of a doofus, and he's about two. And he has about two bills: rent and a cell phone. Prepaid cell phone. In a prepaid cell phone, does not pay me support regularly or consistently. He's very selfish and wants to be together with me, but he's not too supportive emotionally. Um, so she goes on and says that I really hope that the father grows up, uh, and my son grows up, not to be a, an f up like his dad. And I hope this made some sense. Include whatever you want if. It helps. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you. I think that's being thank honest. You for sharing. But don't you think that I, I read this email and I I respect this woman very much for sharing her feelings and I think, but it does not say more about like you got to pick the right partner. Yeah, it really and I'm sucks. Just gonna say how many people decide to have a baby with someone that they think that they can change? Because she was already Ooh. saying that she knew that about him before they had kids, right? He was a lot of fun before responsibility yeah. came. But unless, you know, I, I think that somebody like that is not going to say, yeah, let's have a baby. They're probably going to say, no, I don't want to have one. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And that's why, like, my mom always preached that it was always about you have to pick the right person. And I will say this, like, this is what gives me a lot of faith is, like, Dan said from the start, like, he wants to be the stay-at-home parent. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, like, I definitely need a wife more than I need a husband. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be the stay-at-home sure. mom. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, but if Dan is willing to do all that. And Will he that does it already. Him at all? Like no. Once, no. I mean, we're not even going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't actually. I yeah. really don't. Honestly, I'm being that serious. Very I could be really wrong, but I actually don't think it does bother him. I think he really wants to be Mr. Mom. I love it. He loves laundry. He loves dishes. He loves responsibility and rules. And you love to work, so it actually could work. I know. That's if why we I can feel just like get you those nine months. I know. We'll be all right. God, it seems awful. Oh, my God. Right. I did. I watched the Kylie video. I was like, oh, God, this seems terrible. I don't know. Was, yeah. I wasn't relating. I wasn't relating. I was like, How much time would you take off once you None. have the kid? Like two weeks. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. I mean, Here come those emails. People are like, don't We can bond at you night. Mean, I mean. Yeah, right? I don't know. I just feel like you make it work for what's best for you. And mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm sure once the kid is here, it changes everything. But I was at a Super Bowl party this past weekend, and they, there was a woman that was pregnant, a woman that brought her kid. And it was really awful. And it was like they all looked to you to, like, want to hold their kid or something. I was like, I'm getting a beer and going to watch the game, girls. <laughs> right. Like, uh, you grab a chicken cute, wing. But, <laughs> exactly. I did. I dipped it right in the buffalo sauce. I was like, sweet kid, I'm out. Like, I don't really yeah, yeah. I don't know. You gotta yeah, give it a go. Mind. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I give it a go. 
If I met nice. somebody that had kids and, you know, I ended up being in that situation where I had to raise them with them. I really need be... the countdown. I wish they offered a service at your gyno where they gave you, like, the last date that you could potentially be pregnant. Like, they Ooh. just kept counting down. That would be awesome because be I would scary. like that one. I would, You'd have I all kind of anxiety. I wouldn't. I'd be yeah. like, awesome. I've got until 38 and four months. Mm-hmm. So at 38, I'd be, like, fucking, like, mad and just getting pregnant. But until then, okay, last email before the end of the show. Uh, Also, we talked about my Adderall addicted friend. Many people were very, um, very touched by that, I guess, which is, I always think that's good and bad. I think it's hard because a lot of people can relate to addiction stories, which is very sad how many people are going through it. Um, And then also, I was really grateful for a lot of the advice. Uh, But some people did feel like I was a little bit insensitive toward my girlfriend who, um, and this was back in episode 222, which was last week. I think, or was it 221? Does mm-hmm. anyone know? 222, was that it last week? Yeah. Um, I have a girlfriend who's going through Adderall addiction and, and got like about five days sober, but then decided she was going to have to go back on it. So one woman one woman writes, hey, Sarah, I was just listening to the podcast and your story about your friend and Adderall. Such a tough situation, but try to think about it as a disease as opposed to a choice. If she's been abusing as much as you think, it's very likely her brain chemistry has completely changed. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Obviously, on some level, it's a choice because she isn't trying to get help, but addiction indeed is a disease. Maybe encouraging using less or going to a therapy therapy NA group would be better for you. I think being disappointed is totally normal. I think you can let her know that, but it's important to try to support her any way you can. Mm. In some ways, addiction is the absolute hardest thing to deal with. I totally agree with that, and you have a really great Thank point. you for that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you guys so much for that. Um, Paul, yes. we will be watching you this weekend on Watch What Happens Live, and of course, everybody can come out anyway and see you and wish you good luck. Yeah, see me on Friday night. Um, 1,000%. And then, yes, yeah. Friday night Mervis. The Mervis, 5 Hey, 1700 KC, we we're gonna have so much fun! Yes! <laughs> Hi, you guys, we love you. Follow us on social media. Get on iTunes and leave us a five star review. Yes, and tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. All right, everybody. Adios. Bye. Sarah Frazier on the mic, and she about to begin to co host with the most Paul Warren looking fleek. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's cap, pop culture at its best.